Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. What's going on, everybody? Zach here with the American Made and Paid Show. I got my co-host, Professor Dreg. Today, we've got a special show for you because apparently... We haven't done a lot of pre-talking before the show, but you said you did something exciting yesterday and you wanted to talk about how taxation is not theft and flo- foreclosures are awesome. Come on, you got to start this off. We want to hear more about what went on this, uh, earlier this week. What- no, but th- that's totally true. <clears throat> taxation is not theft. I-, I see this a lot on the internet. You see and, that uh, Turning Point USA and their Yeah, no, they have these t-shirts taxation is theft and all this garbage and you know whatever and the thing is like this when you come from the streets taxes mean nothing to you literally means nothing you probably don't even pay those taxes now of course i don't pay taxes are you kidding me i haven't paid even when i own property I've never paid taxes. <laughs> I don't think you should say that if the IRS is listening. No, no, no. I already lost my property. Like I had it for almost 20 some odd years and they finally got me. It took 20 something years. <laughs> they repossessed and took it all away? Well, it's no, not even that. I was able to sell it. <laughs> and then with the money, I was able to pay off the taxes <clears throat> from the sale. Oh, okay. So, Because a lot of people just don't understand how the foreclosure process works. <clears throat> but anyway, let's talk about that. Let's do a little bit more money related stuff. I wanted to actually dive in to more of those concepts on the show. I want to talk about money stuff because guys, before you jump into that, Professor Dreg, for those of you who don't know, I'm like a sales guy. Like I just like closed like, like a $5,000 deal this morning. So I'm feeling fired up. I got another one on the way, which is why we're going to have to crank this. But money, being able to make money is part of conservatism. So talk a little bit more about that, how that's been going. Yeah, well, okay. So the reason why money is part of conservatism, because part of conservatism is picking up on women. Or, you know, if you're gay, I guess, another guy, but don't make no sense. <clears throat> no, because, you know, that's interesting, though, when you really think about it. But I don't want to go into that tangent. So let's yeah. focus on making money. Um, so anyway, so yesterday brought up something that, uh, most people don't realize taxation is not theft. Taxation is literally something to punish society. It's a punishment. It's not, what? no, but it's the truth. Taxation is nothing more than a punishment. It's a bunch of slimy politicians who want to take money from you. Because there's a need in society that we haven't met. And, uh, and that's what taxation is. It's a punishment. Because in theory, uh, you know, we're supposed to take care of the weakest in our society. The mentally right, right. retarded. Well, what about like, I know that it, I can see where you're coming from with that. But what about just even local and state stuff with upkeep with the sheriff? Yeah, or well, the- check this out. So one of the things that we're supposed to take care of is the elderly. So I, I said that, but you disagreed with me a couple episodes. <laughs> no, 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 but not so much like the elderly who are old, the elderly who have a hard time walking. So they're technically disabled because people associate the elderly with being disabled, but that's not true. Only the people who are, you know, with mob- mobility issues. Right. So you have to take care of those people on a tier. So not every single elderly person is quote unquote disabled got or it, mentally ill. Although many of them are. See, but so I get you when, when people yeah. say, so with that mentality, with but that thinking. Technically, Nancy Pelosi is elderly. Technically, <clears throat> Trump is elderly. Bernie Sanders is an elderly yeah, man. But they get around. <laughs> but like, for example, I know you made her laugh. I know. It's so <laughs> you go, oh, you counted my dad. You was so smart. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, that was uh, fun. But check this out. Uh, Hillary Clinton is elderly, but she has a hard time walking. 
So this is why we were taxed. So in 1911, there was this whole notion that public sidewalks should be maintained not by the government, but by the property owners who own the property that are adjacent to, uh, you know, to, you know, right to that sidewalk. And every city does that. And nobody, yeah, yeah, nobody knows this. So we're paying into all of these bonds and, 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 you know, like, uh, um, you know, we literally vote for to increase taxes for sidewalk repair. (laughs) That's what we vote for. And it, who gets taxed in the process? Is it? Well, no, everybody agrees to a sales tax to improve the sidewalks, but guess what? That money does not have to go to anything regarding sidewalk repair. Why? Because the property owners are the ones responsible for the care and upkeep of that sidewalk. It is like that throughout the state of California. And I'm pretty sure every state does this. But the property owner since 1911 in California has been um, the person responsible for, for the upkeep of their sidewalks. So why do we keep voting for the upkeep and increasing our taxes? Yeah, because it's not theft. It's a punishment for one, not meeting the needs of the people. Right. You know, like the elderly and people who have hearts. Because it's the truth. Like, you could... See, in San Francisco especially, you see this, like, well, I literally witnessed an old lady in a walker, and she couldn't move forward. <laughs> she had to just go back and walk all the way around, um, you know, just to get to where she needed to go. And, you know, and I thought, man, that's really messed up. You know what I mean? It's like, because if she would have fallen, you know, what would have happened to her? You know, what could she do? Da, 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 da. But technically, she could have sued the city. Yeah. But then technically she would have to sue the property owner as well, because this is what happens in San Francisco. There's a law called the, uh, the department of, um, yeah. D- hey, what's that music coming from? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's this weird dancey music playing? It's uh, believe it or not, that music is what makes baby smart. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Cause she has headphones on. It's, it's pretty loud, oh, but it's just oh. in her ears. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, you no can worries. Actually, no worries. hear that, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so anyway, so let, let's get into this. Yeah, yeah. There's something called DPW in San Francisco called DTW. It stands for the Department of Public Works. Uh, one uh, one hundred seventy-seven thousand five hundred twenty-five. So one seven seven comma five two five. If you read that law very carefully, <laughs> it breaks it down. Uh, on how you're responsible for this and that and what the city's responsible for. So mm-hmm. we have passed bonds and measures in the billions yeah. to employ five people in San Francisco who actually do the... Nothing. Uh, no, no, well, they do the inspections. And if you read that law very carefully, that group of people who we have spent billions of dollars on in taxes are responsible for the inspection and enforcement of repair once every 25 years. So yep. in every 25 year cycle, all the sidewalks should be fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. That's true. That's Are true. You ki- no, but that's insane. Who in the heck votes for taxes to have your st- sidewalks repaired once every 25 years? And it's funny because the city is actually responsible for like a couple of sections uh-huh. like on market street. You remember those bricks on market street down by Powell and, and union square, or whatever in market street, there's some fancy brick tiles and in mission street, the same thing. There's these fancy tiles. Yeah, of course I've seen that. So that's the only place where San Francisco is honestly responsible for the sidewalk and the cost of the repair. So we pay billions of dollars in taxes and guess what? That too only needs to be repaired once every 25 years. <laughs> no, but think about that. If, if that's what our taxes go to, because obviously there's a need. Yeah. Because you know, it's really dangerous. If you're walking in San Francisco, if you're handicapped, 
if you're disabled, if you're an elderly person who has, you know, vision impairment, uh, like many old people do, it's a hazard really to walk in the streets of San Francisco. So who's going to fix it? Well, by law, we're supposed to fix it. A lot of property owners do not understand what it's like to own property. They have no idea that they're responsible for their own sidewalks. They have no idea that they're responsible for their own sewage, you know? So, and, and they just don't know about how to pay taxes, how to pay insurance. I, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm to some degree, not too familiar with that too. It's like, you know, people who buy like property, they're like, Oh man, I got to pay all these property taxes and home insurance and HOA. And wait a minute, I've got to maintain yeah. my own driveway. <laughs> like you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> no, but then stupid. That's dude. When you said HOA, I was like, Oh, see, that's insane. Any person who wants to belong or buys property, where an HOA is involved, uh, it's, yeah, usually, it's usually apartments or condos because it involves other units. HOA yeah. is the biggest scam in, in history. I hate that. That's why it's like if you got to buy something, buy a house. So you got to well, upkeep. Even, even in houses, like some communities, yeah, it's like, gated. If it's like, yeah, a like Redwood community. Estates or yeah, Boardwalk yeah. Estates, like you know, yeah. whatever. If it's, if gated. it's a gated community or a rich neighborhood, uh, they get together so and they all say, oh, let's do this. Dude, I know, I know. And the HOAs can be almost as much as your mortgage payment. Well, not just that, but HOAs are communistic. They they dictate to you how you paint your house, you know, what kind of party. So you don't you really have. own your house. It's like, dude, I want to remove the wall if I want to. Like, it's my well, house. I want to walk around naked and have the windows open. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, but <laughs> the way they can kick you out for being too loud. That's insane. Like, and if you own a house, that's insane. So anyway, yeah, so nuts. But, but here's the thing about, uh, for, cause I, I want to jump in into foreclosures now. So I, I, well, let's get back to taxes. So, but you understand what I'm saying, right? Like yeah, yeah. it's because look, if you don't know how to take care of your own sidewalk on your property and people are tripping and falling and getting hurt, and then yeah, you're a public nuisance. So if you're too stupid to fix your own thing, then yeah, and you vote for taxes, then you are stupid. And, and that's the thing. Like San Francisco, like living in San Francisco is insane. You literally get to see how stupid every person is, because nobody has proper sidewalks. Nobody knows how to fix anything. You know, it's like San Francisco is just a big giant death uh, death trap. So, yeah, they keep voting voting for increases of taxes, hoping that politicians are going to fix it. But because they don't know anything about the law or, or administrative policy, they don't realize that those quote-unquote public servants will not help you. So taxation is not theft. It is a punishment for being stupid and probably for not following, you know, the whole taking care of the weak. You know, yeah. if you want to get biblical, and that's why it's it actually hit me yesterday when I was sitting there, you know, just listening and, and, and you know, doing that thing. Uh, um, but, you know, it was something similar. Like what we did yesterday was similar to this and just breaking it down because, dude, the city literally, literally, and I mean, this is literal. He had no idea why certain things weren't done on Market Street. And we got, and so anyway, so he came up with something. He said like the uh, SFMTA did something to damage the sidewalk. And I'm thinking, isn't that the same type of public entity? So anyway, so oh, wait, we got- wait, For our listeners though, tell them a little bit about what it is that you do and what that was about. Because people coming into this listening are not going to follow, because you and me talk preliminary. So I know- Yeah, it's true. Okay, so stuff. we sue governments. <laughs> That's what we do. So we sue governments for not following their own administrative policies and uh, we sue them successfully. And uh, so yesterday there was an incident and uh, we we're able to uh, depose some like higher ups uh, of public agencies where we call them out on their mistakes. Right. And, uh, and we need accountability. So, we, you know, so a deposition is pretty much like it's, it's basically when you get to ask them a whole bunch of questions when they're under oath, just like if it was a real jury trial or a bench trial. And anyway, so during deposition, uh, if we try to get them to be as honest as possible and get all the information as possible. So if this does go to trial and they change their story, say, hey, look, 
<clears throat> during deposition, you said this. So now you're lying under oath. When were you lying? And if they lie or change their stories, then it's, it's good for us. So anyway, so, um, but this dude was totally honest and he honestly just didn't know. He did not understand why this coin plate was left on the streets and he just didn't know. So, uh, but then he figured it out that it was the San Francisco, uh, municipal transit agency that caused the damage and they don't know why they did yeah. it without any, you know, without any permission or supervision from that, 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 that right there is so incriminating. Cause it's when you're <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just like, this no, is your but, job. You had yeah, one no, job. But that's the whole point, dude. It's, it's exactly, he was like, yeah, you know what? They're their <laughs> own agency. They have their own bosses and yeah, we don't know why they did it. They should have done it, but they didn't consult with us. And I'm thinking, boom. And that's it. That's why we know we're going to win because he admitted and that's how it works. So, but anyway, but here's the thing. Everybody should know this, that the city is not responsible for the sidewalks. They've never been. It's private property. That's our property that we allow people to use this, so they can go here and fro. I think it's because people conflate it with it being public to being something that they, the, the government or the, the local government is responsible for the infrastructure because this ties in really nicely to that guy we talked about, about how he bought a sidewalk in front of Nancy Pelosi's house <laughs> <or a street. laughs> and, and basically just charge people for parking because that's separate, right? It's not owned yeah, by the you government. Can do that. You can and buy you a street. Totally do that. You can buy a street. <laughs> like you could do yeah, that. Yeah, and like charge that. people for the use of that street. And oh God, and, but see, smart people do that. Yeah, and, and man, I think he was Asian too, right? Uh, he was like some Chinese yeah. guy, like <laughs> bought a street, couldn't afford it, and he just he bought the street in front of Nancy Pelosi's house or something. Well, no, some he bought the street yeah. where all of Nancy Pelosi's neighbors all use, and so he They're blocked it off, and he wants yeah. everybody to charge him rent every month, <laughs> and nobody can leave their mansions. They can't because what are they gonna do? There's this big giant fence. <laughs> <laughs> around his street <laughs> oh man but but that's that, that's smart that's how you yeah, no but you want to know what's funny the hoa was in charge of that and they didn't pay their taxes and and this is how we're going to get into why foreclosures are awesome yeah yeah you talked about because you can take advantage of somebody else's pitfall and well, no because think about this yeah, and this is what uh, socialists and, and progressives just will never understand, right? And, and even some conservatives, uh, just people don't understand what is foreclosure. I'm telling you what foreclosure is. I barely understand it, so I want to hear you explain it to all our listeners. Okay, foreclosures is, is real. It's, a foreclosure is really simple. A foreclosure is a response of you being ignorant. So when you're ignorant, you're going to go through foreclosure. Ignorant so, how? Not paying your mortgage? No, like, no, no, no. For, you're ignorant of yourself. See, because, and uh, God, and I hate to, because like I'm telling you, I had this epiphany. And no, because remember I told you, like, I honestly believe Jesus wanted us to be rich. I honestly oh, believe. Oh, yeah. But yeah. That, I believe that, it too. He wants well, us to because, have. You know, not, not loving think, money, but, <laughs> Not love money, like because we talk about conservative, you can't be attached. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Because money's money comes and goes. Yeah, right, right. So, goes. but he wants us to be rich to honestly take care of, of all the people we're supposed to take care of. That's why taxation's a punishment. Because I had this epiphany yesterday, and I'm thinking, no, because like you know, in the old days, you know, another reason why I was atheist because I always thought Jesus was a socialist. I'm like that. That a few, a few of his apostles were actually tax collectors, and even back in those times, you'll read they're that the most hated in the society People. for being tax collectors right because you know yeah, you're no, it's true it's like tax collectors oh god no wonder why no but and it makes sense that a lot of people confuse jesus with the socialist but it's not that at all but anyway so i don't want to get too religious but <laughs> but here's the thing when you're ignorant of yourself and it kind of ties back to you gotta you know you know that te uh, the two commandments jesus that said like because this is what I was taught, you know, by my coach. Yeah. And remember, I told you I was a real, uh, you know, if it wasn't for my Christian, uh, I don't want to say parents, but they're like, my coach is kind of like my dad. Yeah. You know, I don't want to say their names and his like friend, his female friend that they weren't dating, 
but you know you can tell there was tension there and he was really courting her probably courted her for like 20 years before anything happened but my christian parents taught me that the 10 commandments didn't matter only because jesus gave two new commandments and it takes care of everything so the first commandment was like to love god as you love yourself and then to love others as you would that's love right them. that's right Abs- dude you got it that's it that so, is no but i mean but see now it clicked on me yesterday what that meant yeah see, now if you don't know yourself then you should never ever buy a house <laughs> no but it's the truth the first thing you got to do when you're buying a house and this is in the streets you got to know what you're capable of doing because when you buy a house you know you yeah. have, like percent down uh you gotta have a but here's the thing when you have 20 percent down you're going to be locked into a mortgage for 30 years and if you don't know yourself well enough to know that hey look i gotta have a steady job for the next 30 years to pay my you know mortgage buy buy property in cash man you gotta well see but that see that's see that was the next step but see most people they buy mortgages you know they put down their there's people putting down only 10%. And you know, if you're only oh, putting man. down 10%, you're going to be screwed. But well, anyway. You pay so much in interest. And it's well, no, high- no, but check this out. This is the law. If you don't have 20%, you got to buy something called mortgage insurance. Insurance. That's the. <laughs> Which is part of the scam. About, yeah. No, but then you're adding another $300 more a month. A month. A month. That's insane. Oh and, uh, man! Well, I don't know how much it is in Arizona, but here in the Bay, it's expensive. No, like, in the Bay, it's going to be the most inflated, ridiculous numbers you've ever seen. Like, yeah, so what they can charge you, you know. So it's totally insane. So when you're buying a house, you honestly have to know yourself, because I, you know, like when people <laughs> go great. through foreclosures, they always say things like this: "Oh, the banks are being greedy, and they don't want to share the money with the people." I'm like, what? Why would a bank share money with me? That's not my money. I don't put my money in the bank. I don't use the banks. But anyway, so why would I expect a bank to give me money or even talk to me? I don't use banks. It makes no sense. But anyway, but the people who do use banks, you guys got to understand what a bank is. A bank is there to make money and that's it. That's all banks are for. So don't hate a bank if you use a bank. This is totally ridiculous. So, but anyway, so when I say you got to know yourself, you got to know what you're going to do for a career. Like, I'll give you an example. I heard of this guy who's a comedian and like a talk show host and all this other BS down in LA. And uh, he's semi-famous, but he is not successful. He is not funny. He's not whatever, but he, you know, he does have a little bit of success. So he bought a house thinking he was going to be able to afford these monthly payments for the next 15 years. Cause I think he had a 15 year mortgage. Yeah. So anyway, but as you know, being a, 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 you know, doing this podcasting and doing videos on YouTube, the money's not consistent. Yeah. So when he took a dip in his money, he missed a few payments. And the banks, guess what? Took his house. That's how it works. So he's all pissed off running around. Oh, the banks are so greedy. They're so unfair. It's like, dude, you should have known better. It was written into your agreement. Well, forget about it. Because, well, that's true. But forget about all that. Let's think about his mentality. His mentality is, oh, the bank is wrong. The bank is so evil and so greedy, taking the money, not sharing the money with the people. Why would they? Was he sharing his house with the people? Seriously, when he borrowed money from the bank, was that's he sharing his house? I see where you're going with. Was this. he sharing his house with the people? No, no, no yes, private some, residence. Some way. No, but yeah, you you no, no, we'll continue with what you were saying. Yeah, it's a private right. you borrowed other people's money to finance something that you wanted for yourself. Yes. And yet somehow, some way, he's angry and he wants the bank to be regulated more so he can be irresponsible and Uh miss payments. That's what socialists all want. They want to be irresponsible. And then guess what happens? Our taxes go up even higher. Why? Because these irresponsible people care less about the people who need to be taken care of. 
I think you just drove it home. That because that's amazing. He, honestly, I never thought of it that way. But was gonna fix his sidewalks, or do you think he was gonna do anything like that? No way. He wasn't. He was totally irresponsible. You know, and plus he travels and this and that because, like I said, he's a little bit famous. But anyway, so he when he bought his house, he had a career that was highly unstable, highly unstable. So he should have foreseen that he was going to go through a dip in his money, in his revenue. And he did yeah. not foresee that. He also didn't foresee the added expense of insurance and, and, and property. Uh, they call it PMI, property mortgage insurance. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't see any of that stuff. And he probably didn't factor in it to the regular property tax, which in California is really low. It's I, only 1%. But, but also, you, you, I want to focus on that point about you have to really know yourself when you want to buy a house. Think about the average person here, right? You really think they, they understand, like say they want to buy their first house, right? You really think a lot of people, and, and you got to understand, these are people who can't think for themselves, right? Yeah. They, they go to a broker, you go to a borrower and they say, hey, sign right here and everything. You really think any of these things, aside from, okay, you're, you're on a fixed rate prime for 40 years, comes into play. Not even talking maintenance here, talking yeah. about behavior, just like if you lose your job, if you do this, you got to make sure you've got insurance to, for, for your mortgage. You got to make sure you pay your HOAs, all of that. It's a lot to manage. And you, when you mentioned, I'm sorry, when you mentioned this comedian that lives out in LA, something tells me that he's part of a lifestyle and a culture, which is very, very prevalent, that acts on impulse and doesn't read. And when you do that, you don't know yourself. Because well, other, no, 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 listen. Other people tell you what to do. It's the same thing when people say, hey, you got, you got to get a house. You ought to buy a house. Why? Most people don't even know what they're getting. Yeah, no, well, here's the problem. See, he thinks he knows how to think for himself. He's, he believes he is, quote, unquote, woke. I don't even know what that means. But, you know, you've woken up from, from. From what? You know, that's, what are they woken up from? Being an idiot? They're still idiots. <laughs> that's why he got, went through foreclosure. And then he's complaining about it. You know what I mean? Like if he did nothing so, wrong. What, what does the, so you miss a couple of payments and the bank can foreclose on your house. Yeah, they, but it doesn't work like, okay. So it, one, it doesn't even work like that. It's an entire process. Okay. And, uh, and you have a lot of protections. So okay. you that's, can, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So you can file bankruptcy and do all these other things. You can negotiate with the banks and dude, like you'd be shocked at all the things. And, but this is what I'm saying foreclosures are awesome because and i'll tell you why because if i would have known this dude when he was going through his foreclosure dude i would have just bought his house for without even having a down payment I just, the dot, yeah i would have just took over his payments and then booted him out and said hey look now you got to pay me rent right <laughs> yeah, and, and you but that's why foreclosures are so awesome because if you know anybody going through foreclosure you could honestly take over their loan and just like that and, and just you don't need and, to and basically what they become is a tenant in a property that you own yeah exactly and, and that's what they want you know what i mean but i would just sell it and say hey look dude you know what i gotta sell it because i can't afford this anymore now i saved your ass da 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 and you know we'll split some money here and if there's any money to split you know what I mean? But anyway, but here's the thing about foreclosures that people really don't get. The best foreclosures are the ones that are based on taxes when you don't pay your taxes. So uh, usually when that happens, uh, it's just because the people honestly don't understand, you know, that when you own property, when you make monthly payments to the bank, that doesn't go, you're not paying taxes. A lot of people assume that when you make that big monthly payment, that a lot of it goes to paying off your taxes. And many times that's not the case, if not most of the time. <laughs> so um, what I like to do is uh, you go ahead and, you know, because this is all public records. <laughs> I mean, it's true. That's cool. You can just look it up. That's how you found out about that UC Berkeley cat. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how you do it because, oh, dude, like, yeah, like, like that guy, you know, his, his property was financed through the University of California 
which is really but because chase guarantees all of their people uh their mortgages which is unfair uh although it's legal that that's that that's nepotism it, it, that's, it's it's nepotism it's favoritism yeah i can see well that. not just that but like at birth well I, I i'm almost positive that former secretary of state worked that out in exchange for regulation regulatory uh, um favors on in chase's behalf okay hey look you get you finance our houses guarantee it to our employees and and we'll let you do whatever it is that we want you to do yeah. but anyway so going back to uh you know buying foreclosures and why foreclosures are so awesome uh because here's the thing about foreclosures and and a lot of people go dude that's so messed up but don't listen to those people who think that it's messed up taking advantage of other people's miseries because you could do this in a way that's a win-win for everybody so like i'll give you an example in santa clara county the 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 um property foreclosure sales happened this September. And uh, what you can do is go through that list and contact every single person on that list. Right. Because, uh, uh, you know, they give you the name, the property, and uh, all you got to do is just a basic Google search and you'll probably find their phone numbers. But if not, just go to their prompt and say, hey, look, I understand, but you have to be very tactful. You can't go in there all ghetto and looking all crazy, you know, like, like all thuggish and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, that's why, you know, you, you know, it's always better for like a, a woman to do these types of things because, you know, look, women seem empathetic and, uh, it's just how it goes. So luckily I have the counselor and she can do this, you know, on, on, on our behalf. And, uh, and basically it's like this and it's amazing how many people owe taxes that don't pay their taxes, uh, but they don't do it like me. Like, cause you know, okay. So let me tell you a quick story. My property had two homes on it and, uh, they wanted me to split the, uh, the, they call it a parcel. They wanted me to split the parcel into two. Yeah. So that way I could pay double the taxes. And I'm like, hell no, why would I do that? You know what I mean? So I never did it because I thought this is a bunch of crap. You know, they can't tell me what to do. And, you know, cause I was a lot younger then and I didn't care. Uh, cause you know, I was more into anarchy than anything else. And cause they wanted me to build a duplex, but I, when, instead of building a duplex, I built two detached homes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, on the same, it just didn't make any sense. It's, well, it's on, on the same piece of land. And sometimes that gives people that sense of ownership that you don't get in like a townhouse or a duplex. Think about it. Right. Well, well, but see, but here's the thing. The land was so big, like, okay, so like my, my friend who was also my neighbor, uh, because we bought the property at the same time, he literally did the way he built two, three bedroom, two bathroom houses, the way the city wanted it done. But it looks so gross. It looks like the garage are connected to each other. And then it's connected to each house. It's just the weirdest looking structure. And I'm like, I ain't doing that. So what I did was I have, you know, I built a house with a, a garage inside the house. And then I have a detached garage and then a, a, a house. Yeah. And I thought, well, when they come by, it'll look like it's all connected, but it's not. So anyway, but they caught on after 10 years when they did like a walkthrough or something like that, they figured out that it wasn't all connected. And, uh, <laughs> and anyway, so then they got me for that, but it, it, long story short, um, long story short, when you go looking around for people, uh, in, in this type of trouble, um, it's amazing. Like, you know, 20,000, 30,000, and that's a lot of money for a lot of people because they, they just don't save their money. don't know how to save money. So you don't want to be a total you know, uh, bad person to that person. So you just go in there and you say, Hey, look, I'll pay off your taxes, loan free, nothing. Just, just let me, you know, and then you got to figure out what you want to do with that property. Yeah. Right. So, um, it's either you want to uh, rent it out or you could, um, live there yourself. Uh, but you got to figure out what you want to do. Like one, you got to look at that list 
Okay. And figure out what's there. Cause man, there's all kinds of stuff there. Like this one lady, she has 32 acres and she's going to lose it over $60,000. There is no houses on there. It's, it's a ranch and you can build a house on there. So something like that, I would go and I'd, I'd talk to that lady. Hey, look, yeah. you know what? Let me pay you $60,000. But in exchange, just give me like 8,000 square feet. You keep everything else. You can keep all of those illegals running around on their horses. Keep them all there. Keep them all there. And let me take over this property. Let me just take it over. Uh, to give me 8,000 square feet and I'll help you out with everything else. And, uh, and she'll do it. Well, I don't know if she'll do it, but if you're smart, you'll do it because you don't want to be like a lot of these people uh, in Gilroy or garlic Gilroy. Yeah. The, where the garlic festival is at, you know, uh, you don't want to be one of those people just struggling to get, you know, Hey, look, how do I get out of this foreclosure? How do I get out of it? Look, you're pig headed. That's why you got into it. So if you could talk to people yeah, and, 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 and really get them to understand the, the gravity. Say, hey, look, it's not a failure. I'm not here to steal anything from you. I don't even want you to pay me back the money. I just want my own opportunity with you. And, um, and Gina, and that's the thing. So you could take over somebody's property and you could literally own it. Say, hey, look, I'll own it. The mortgage will be whatever it is that you pay. Don't even pay me, but put the land under my name and you can live here until the day you die. Yeah. Don't even sweat it. And, uh, but, you know, we're going to keep your name on it too. So you can't sue us. And that's how you could honestly get, if you could honestly talk to somebody like somebody like you, you're a good salesman. Right. You would be awesome at this talking to people, getting, I don't want to say getting under their skin, but understanding their psyche. So you can create a win-win where you get this property for whatever it is that they owe. Now well, I wouldn't we, recommend this for, uh, bank foreclosures only because with bank foreclosures it's used like the people who owe money due to bank foreclosures are like like that comedian i was telling you about yeah and, like and the, that's the thing life. is with, just to add on to that with sales situations anything that's heavy money oriented especially if there's emotional like houses oh there's a reason why these mortgage brokers make so much money it's because <laughs> it, it's all sales on them i mean what we do with sales is always on emotion. Nobody justifies it with logic. So if you can go in there, you can ask them like, hey, would it really be, you know, do you really want to get out of this right now? Like how imperative is it for you to fix your problem? Then it's like, you know what I mean? That, that's how, that's the psychology of sales. I don't want to get into it. I think later in this show, I want to talk sales psychology because it's part of conservatism. It's here's something that I got. Here's something that you need. So let's do business. Let's make a transaction. You pay me this. I give you this. It's, it's the most basic form. And it's been around since the dawn of man. Like your technology can improve. Governments can change. That's that, that whole transaction for goods and services will never change. People yeah. still buy from people. People still sell to people. People still conduct relationships the way you do it, you know, with people. So we got to talk about that too, with the psychology behind it. But that's, but see, but that's real important for what we do with, uh, with the foreclosures. You really need to understand how to make that sale to people. And you're not even selling anything. You're saying, Hey, look, I'm going to help you stay in your house. I'm going to help you. But guess what? This is what I want. And don't worry about paying us back or nothing like that. And da 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 da. And and, and, and you know. And so you know. Would be real estate licensed to be able to deal that type of stuff because it's no. something I want to get into in the future, like real estate related stuff. I want to get licensed. No license needed because it's a <laughs> private. But see, but that's why this is like the best of the streets because it's just a private contract. You're buying somebody's debt. And you got to make these people realize, hey, look, I'm going to buy your debt. But, you know, I don't want to pay it off. I want to buy it off you and make a deal with you where you can still live here. Let your old grandma stay here with you. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. Because most people will get too greedy. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, you don't have to even get that far. Because if you really wanted to, you could build upon that land. You know, like. 
they might have a backyard. Guess what? Now you just built yourself a, a two unit, not a two, a one unit, two bedroom, one bath. So you can kick back and chill there yourself if you really wanted to. Right. Or you can rent it out to somebody else and make money that way. And the guys who you bought the property won't even say a thing. Why? Because they're living there and, you know, for free, basically. I mean, because you, you're taking advantage of, of a bad situation and you're taking advantage of how they didn't know themselves or, or they got into a stupid situation. Uh, a lot of times you see this because, and it goes back to what we said earlier, you have to know yourself. Who are these people who get in trouble? Who are they? Yeah. Most of the time, they're just a bunch of people who have no idea like that comedian dude, no idea how the banks work, how the system works, how taxes works. They don't get it. And even conservative people, the people who believe, oh, taxation is, is stuff. And so they don't want to pay their tax, like myself. Not that I didn't want to pay taxes. I thought it was stuff. I don't want to pay taxes because I just didn't want to. <laughs> I mean, as soon as I was like, after the government, I want nothing to do with the government. And, uh, and I knew that the government, by the time the government took action, it was going to be like 20, 30 years. And the only reason why they took action was something totally unrelated to me not paying taxes. They didn't even care that I wasn't paying taxes. That's how bogged down our government is. So I don't even trip about that. Oh, this and that and da, 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 da. Yeah, they don't know. They can't handle money. The government doesn't. Yeah, well, see, but that, you know, the, here's the thing. Because I was paying something, and not my total foot. They didn't care. And that's the whole thing because a property split would have meant a reassessment of the land, a reassessment of this and that and da, 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 da. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just a way of making money. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, but, for sure. Anyway, so long story short, I still pay taxes, but I paid a minimal amount to just, under the radar i so, knowing someone like you this is where you and kim iverson should, should go head to head because i was explaining to her the federal tax code it's like if you're a big business and you try to cut down on the kind of taxes you pay because you create so many jobs like you can write all that stuff off like there's but they do write it all off well, that's what that's i'm saying but she she i remember when we were talking about this she was like no like you got to pay your taxes. It's like they are paying taxes. No, no, okay, but here's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. When you pay employment tax, you are literally paying. Okay, because, okay, so let me explain what a payroll tax is. Uh, have you ever had a job when you got a paycheck? Yeah, like a W-2. I've had a job like that, yeah. Okay, so, okay, so you know when the taxes that you have right god i wish you had it on you so you could see it but when it says oh jesus um god you don't have one on you do you a w-2 form yeah or you just your paycheck stuff i mean i could pull one up why yeah and because I, I like i'm gonna show you because when people say oh we pay employment tax and stuff like that no i'll break it down specifically how much your employer will pay you but it, it's really hard to explain well sure i i know that because i used to do payroll and i used to be an hr guy like when people say they're making however much gross right and paying a lot back like sometimes what they fail to take into account is your employer is still paying half your benefits they're paying workman's comp you know they're paying for your training all that kind of stuff um obviously you've got to pay into employment taxes in case like if you get fired they pay you back you know that type of stuff. well no no no. but see but i wanted to break down literally break down because like i honestly don't know what i'm not saying you're a minimum wage employee but let's say if you're a minimum wage yeah. or making 20 bucks an hour and then i wanted you to pull out your paycheck stub and i'll tell you exactly how much money like just based on what you pay because this is what people don't see so like a Kim Iverson type or whoever, when they read their paycheck stuff, they'll say, oh man, I paid, you know, $30 into my FICA Medicare. Oh, then I also paid another like 40, 50 bucks into my FICA Social Security. Oh, and guess what? Then I also paid like a hundred something dollars on my federal tax. You know what I mean? And if that's the case, guess what? Your employer also put in 
$10 into your Medicare, $30 into your Social Securities, yeah. and, and another $100 for your federal tax. So it, it's, it's the employer matches every tax you pay as an individual employee. The employer matches that dollar per dollar. So, you know, the government's getting their money in two ways, not just from the individual, but also from the employer. Yeah. And then on top of that, what the employee doesn't pay, they don't pay into what you just said, workers' right. compensation yeah. or your health benefits. And so, you know what I mean? It's real expensive to have an employee. It's not it as is. cheap as people think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your, your payroll costs are the most expensive thing, which is why if you can create business, jobs. Exactly. Yeah. If you can create jobs. Heck yeah, take those tax breaks, <clears throat> Walmart, you know, but people are yeah. just like, no, I'm not going to go do Walmart. Walmart doesn't treat their employees right. Really? Well, see, but, but here's the thing. If Sophia, your dad's talking. Well, no, but check this out. I'm not kidding you. As long if the employer is paying taxes, then guess what? Your employee, if the employee is paying taxes, then the employer is also paying taxes. Those are the taxes just to do business. But what other people advocate for is for the employer to pay more money. Yeah. And I mean, pay more money into the system on top of the taxes. On top, right, right. So, oh, yeah. we got to pay, uh, you got to tax them on their profits. Why? Why did they got to be taxed on? Like, I never understood why you had to pay taxes on profits because th those profits are going to be reinvested into the employees, into research and development. Yeah. In a serious R&D. I've never, yeah, and I've never understood all those little things with all the little things that you've already paid the bare minimum, right? You've paid what's a yeah. lot, but the thing is you get taxed on all kinds of stupid stuff. I bet you this, if I went through some kind of regular source or, or service, and I just wanted to sell my piece of crap car to somebody else for five grand, they will some way way shape or form find a way to tax me for that yeah even though it's been passed around several times it's like no, and that's why it's all bs but <laughs> but think about this so let's bring this back to the topic taxation is a punishment <laughs> because think about this in employment taxes we just went we just went literally just went through it everybody wants us to tax those greedy corporations for on their profits. But guess what? They pay no taxes. Mark Zuckerberg and all these other people pay no taxes. Why? Well, yeah. if you really think about it in a biblical sense of way, they're the ones taking care of everybody. So they're not being taxed at all beyond what they're being taxed on employment taxes. Isn't that weird how they're protected? Yeah. And believe it or not, I mean, as much as I hate Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> for his politics, but he does do a lot for people. Like, you know, he opened up this foundation, opened up that foundation, helped, you know, he helped uh, General Hospital out, you know, we, gave him like a people, couple hundred People million created bucks. their own businesses off of what he created. People have, you know, it, you create. Yeah. And, and for much as a socialist as he pretends to be, but he's not. He's not a real socialist. If he was a real socialist, then he'd be advocating for all these crazy things that he's not. You know, think about it. Like um, Canada's trying to get him, right? Yeah. Yeah, subpoena him. He didn't go. He's like, F you guys. I ain't going nowhere. Good luck trying to get me. <laughs> and, and, and if he honestly thinks that, you know, like here's the thing. Do you honestly believe Trump will allow Zuckerberg to be extradited and criminally punished in Canada? Hell no. no. And he knows this. So Zuckerberg, based on actions, isn't much of a progressive as he claims to be. But the thing is, because California is California and it's ran by progressives, you got to play the game. But yeah. if you look at his actions, he's, he's actually quite charitable. But because he's not as smart as, as, as he thinks he is, he donates to causes that literally goes nowhere. 
And then that's, and that's why, you know, like you mentioned Kim, well, but it's true. And you mentioned how like Kim Iverson said, whatever she said, um, which I, I really don't, God, I don't remember what anything yeah. she said, but I'm, I'm trusting you that she had said something about increasing taxes, but that's my point. She is so silly and not just her, but anybody who believes that increasing taxes are going to help just remember who's in charge of, of your own sidewalks. It's not the government, you, the you. government. Yeah. So increasing taxes to make your sidewalks better is not going to help increasing taxes to help the police stop crime is not going to help because police do not stop crime. They're there to investigate a crime after it happened. So increasing police presence doesn't help. It just doesn't. So asking for more taxes, more taxes is just reinforcing the fact that you're not that smart. Yeah. And again, taxation isn't theft. It's a punishment. It's a punishment for not knowing the word, man. I'm not kidding you. That's what it is. It's a punishment because the thing is like this. And then, and then here we go. And Cause I'll end it, I, I want to end it like on, on a philosophical note now, but I'm, cause I'm hoping everybody understood what I was saying about, about how to, uh, you know, make money foreclosures are like an awesome blessing. It really is. Yeah. You know, people going through, uh, going through foreclosures, that's your opportunity to do something for somebody in trouble and you're still profit. And profit <laughs> and you're helping them because they're clearly in a pit. Yeah, no, but think about it. What kind of people are in foreclosures? The people who have unstable careers, the people who have very little understanding on what it takes to buy a house. It's right. unfortunate, but guess what? You could step in there and do some good before the quote unquote big bad bank takes it away and sells it out of profit. Well, that's what banks do. They're supposed to do that. <laughs> but as a human being, you can step in there and do it before the bank does. And, you know, actually churches would be smart to get into that type of line of work because, you know, they could use those extra homes or properties to honestly start some orphanages or some, some, uh, cause you know, honestly really helped. Uh, it, cause this is the truth. If I was a church guy, I would, I would honestly buy some property and start some kind of like summer camp for, for, you know, kids out in the hood where they could honestly experience something different than the hood. Yeah. You know what absolutely. I mean? Like if you watch that video, I'm so Fillmore, you know, by Mark Black, you'll see what the kids go through in the Fillmore. Come on. They need to see some horses or, or be, even if you buy it, like go to Great America or something like that, something different, like a theme park or something different. Yeah. And, and that's what you can do with foreclosed properties. If you are a, I don't say righteous, but if you got a good heart, you could do things like you know, that with your money. I'm going to look, I'm going to look into that when I get some more capital, I'm just going to invest yeah, in hey, I'm gonna help you out. Yeah. But the thing is, you don't need a lot of capital. When somebody's going through foreclosure, when they do, you don't need a lot of capital. That's the beauty of it. People lose their homes over 10 grand. That's how stupid people are. I mean, this one lady, she's going to lose her house over $600. And I'm thinking she just honestly doesn't know. And if she doesn't know, it's like, oh, thank you, sir. And she'll just pay the 600 bucks because, the, you know, they've been after them for years. Like, honestly, in order for a house to be, uh, foreclosed on on a tax lien it takes about five to six years of notices and they just right. pay so uh because i know it's, it's close to one so let me finish up <laughs> yeah no worries uh, i appreciate you being conscious of that yeah know, no, we're no, busy no. dudes we're busy dudes working making money so. yeah, no because like dude like there's so many things i, I still want to finish but i'm thinking okay okay okay, okay. so i'm like going through my brain um Okay, so I guess let's do the philosophical thing because uh, I, I really want to tie this into the Bible because this is, I, I'm not kidding it. Like it came to me yesterday. I was like, holy shit, this is what the Bible's talking about. Uh, yeah. You know, ab about how taxation is uh, and how, uh, cause, okay, so we have to be rich in order to do these types of things. You know what I mean? Like open up a home for the kids and stuff. And it's, and it's actually a fun job to do these types of things. So yeah. but anyway. It gives you purpose. So, but remember, taxation is not theft. It's an actual punishment from, for not following the word because people like anybody advocating for this stuff, whether it's, uh, 
you know, Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton to, you know, your local politician say, oh, we need this tax increase. No, we don't. Yeah. It's a literal punishment. I don't want to say God invented taxes, but it's a punishment for not following the word. The word is for us to become rich, to be super, uber, uber rich, but be helpful and mindful of the people around you. Yeah. That's what you have to do. And if we did that, guess what? No politician could ever ask for taxation because why? We're already handling it ourselves. And it's all taken care of internally. Yeah. And and you want to know, and and, and the funny curse about taxation is it's all written in these laws. If you go through each city and if you look at the local laws, the local laws will honestly put it back on the individual property owners. Every school is ran through property tax. Your sidewalks individually owned. It's not, you know, it's not even a tax. We run everything. So instead of pretending that the government is doing all these things for us, we should take responsibility for ourselves, start being kinder to one another, and then boom, we can get rid of this system that is so corrupt and so evil and just so horrible for everybody. You know, we don't have to be anarchists, like I always thought. (laughs) But if we take care of one another, swear to God, we don't need taxation anymore. And it's not that because we need it to, uh, you never know that one day somebody comes and tries to destroy us, boom, <laughs> we could fight back. But anyway, uh, but that's, that's pretty much all I have to say. So, no, I appreciate that. And thank you for being conscious of the time. Just so you guys know, that was Professor Dreg. And, you know, ideally, this is always a show where we're going to be branching, not just from the politics of it. I know it's been very heavy religious for the past month but that's a good thing and then there this is all ways of living life and uh i really appreciate the insight on that i personally am somebody who's in a position now where i may not have talked about this on youtube but i'm you know i'm a sales guy i'm a marketing guy i go out and i close deals over the phone and and all that fun stuff and you'd be surprised because i don't just like doing sales because it's lucrative. Like people are like, it's like, if I tell you I'm a sales guy, you're like, ah, oh, you probably don't. Have. It's like, no, I make more money than you do. Like, you know, I can make sales more money. Sales is lucrative. No, I did that, but you but have no idea how much sales people make. The psychology behind a salesperson, if you think about it, this is what I want to add on. The psychology of sales, purely from an individual standpoint, is conservatism. Because nobody makes the sale happen unless both parties are in agreement with each other. Now, think about that for a second. People think, oh, well, you're a sales. It's like, dude, sales is the original. It's everything. And it's the original way of doing business. That, No matter how you look at it, I don't know how you can believe in socialism and socialist type policies if you're a salesperson. Think about it. Because you understand that there are needs that not everybody has that needs to be fulfilled. And you also understand that not everybody is equal. And you also understand that you don't get paid just to sit around and do nothing. You actually have to make something happen in order to get paid. So if you think about it, every salesperson who is dedicated to it inside is a conservative. Yeah. You can't, because if I, if I don't go out and take this call later, I don't get paid. I don't get paid. Well, not just that, but you don't blame the government for, for not closing the sale. Yeah. If anything, you shouldn't be taxing me because this is just a mutual agreement between two people. So stay out of my business, but it, it's not how it is. I still get taxed. So. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, and, and the thing is, like, I hear every socialist say this. Oh, we need to tax to take care of this person, take care of that person. And I'm thinking, yeah, but then you guys are sounding like a cult. Why you guys want? Why should I trust you into taking care of all these people? Where's I want to know why? What makes you people so righteous? And I, but my thing is like this: if I have to trust a righteous person, I'm gonna trust a person who has a history of being righteous, not just some idiot. You know what I mean? Who claims to be righteous or whatever? And that's why it's like, who has that kind of history? Yeah. You know, seriously, you know, Jesus has over 2,000 years. Moses got like five, 6,000 years. So, you know, that's a history that, well, actually, if you look at the Jewish history, it's not that good. But if you look at, like, because Christianity 
actually has a really long history of doing these types of things. Yeah. And it's actually been working for quite some time. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and I'm telling you now, I honestly believe this was all about multi-level marketing and all this. Dude, I'm telling you now, it's incredible when you honestly think about the, um, well, I, I mean, but when I look at the parallel between Jesus and Sarah Breedlove, it's incredible. You know what I mean? And that's, and I'm, it's, it's just amazing how blacks don't, aren't, I mean, I know they claim to be Christian, but they're really not. And, uh, <laughs> that always but, kills me every time you say that. It's funny. No, but it's the truth because it's like Sarah Breedlove was probably one of the few last Christian women. MLK Jr. was it. And dude, we'll have to get into like why I believe he's a hoax. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, but. And, and, and whatnot. But, uh, but I, no, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening to the American Maiden page show. Stay tuned. We'll have some more up uh, the rest of this week. But yeah, take care, guys, and we'll see you soon.